Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm K-Muse. Before we get started, we just want to share with you that we have tons of extra content over on Patreon. We have an episode once a month that's just for our VIP members, as well as random little snippets that we just throw on. Probably something similar to this. So if you want to have access to all that extra content, be sure to check out the link in our show notes. Real quick, before we get started, I just wanted to let everyone know that this special Oscar Day podcast will be the podcast posted this week. We have a few fangirls who are sick, and so we cannot record, and so we will post our full-length Valentine's special um, next week where we talk about serial killers and would we rather. So today we are um, revisiting Parasite. We actually have a podcast that we've already done, um, an impression of the movie um, after we watched it. Um, And it is not spoiler free. So if you have not seen the movie, um, I will take a note from the director and say, go see the movie because we don't want to ruin. There's a lot that can be ruined by uh, reading reviews and listening to them. So go see the movie and then you can check out our podcast. Um, this one is a little bit less spoilery because we're going to talk about the possibility of HBO series. So that's what our topic is today. And we will link the other page, uh, parasite podcast in the show notes. So, Parasite is the movie that has run rampant through the awards season this year. Um, It's been nominated for six Oscars, including Best Picture, Best International Film, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. And this is so exciting. It's so rare that you see an international film even nominated for anything, let alone have it so dominant in the awards for just nominated mm-hmm. um, and especially an Asian uh, film. Right. I'm not sure maybe Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon was nominated way back when. I think so. But, but I don't think there's really been much else since, at least not that I'm openly aware of. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on this? Are you excited? Are you going to watch the Oscars? Maybe just find out what happened after. <laughs> hmm, I'll probably do like I normally do and follow on Twitter because sometimes you can get um, like a lot of times you can get like updates right as it's happening, clips and announcements. And sometimes there's a live feed. So um, I definitely won't be watching it live on my TV. I couldn't even tell you well if I tried I could probably figure out my cable but (laughs) I don't I don't really watch anything um live so yeah that's that's probably how I'm gonna watch it I'm excited not only because they've been nominated and you know there's so many categories but they've already in different awards shows um taken home some pretty historic like the the SAG awards they got um, for best it was like ensemble, ensemble cast, cast, which is yes. kind of for the Screen Actor Guild Awards. It's like their version of Best Picture because it's yeah. they're, they're giving actors awards. And so they're recognizing and acknowledging that that was the best uh, cast story, whatever you want to say. So it's, that's their top honor 
and that's how I like I just started seeing all that stuff on Twitter and um, all the clips and everything. And that was super exciting to to watch. Um, and so I'm excited. I I've been kind of following and seeing like what people think. Do they think that they'll take home the best picture or not? Or, you know, and so but it really seems to be um, like between that this show and 1917 because there was another um, award show that usually predicts who's going to get the best picture. And I can't remember what it is. And they got 1917 got the award for that. So those two seem to be the front runners is parasite and 1917, which I have not seen the other one. Um, I actually haven't seen a lot of the one. I don't, I think (laughs) parasite might be the only one, which isn't unusual for me. I don't always watch the shows that get, um, end up being at the nominated for the best picture, but um, I think that they have a really good shot at um, best original screenplay. Um, I hope that they can get best picture. Best director is pretty. I mean, the Martin Scorsese uh, isn't he one of the ones that yeah, he's in there? Scorsese, yeah, Scorsese. It's the guy from 1917. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, and I think there's one other, or possibly the director of Joker. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. But, oh, I'm pretty sure that the Joker director is in there. So, um, but yeah, so I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I know that they've got it at least. Well, they'll definitely win best international film. There's no way oh, that yeah. they won't win best international film. But like, I mean, a lot of the <clears throat> hype around it is that it, you know it's, this isn't just the best picture of the year, but that in some ways it could be the best picture of several years. You know, it's just like there is a lot of hype around it now well and it's still in the theaters like it's in our theaters in the city and it's been how many weeks since we saw it um it's been quite a while but Um, i think it's cool that we can still go see it (laughs) well and there i don't know if you've seen but they are actually working with another company and they're releasing it again back into theaters maybe in a wider I don't know if it's wider or not, but they're doing a black and white version that they're Which I think viewing would be so for the next cool couple of weeks. With that house, um, yes, it would be very cool with that. So I'm, I'm, the, I, I even said I can't remember. Was it you that I said, hey, maybe we yeah. should go see it because I want to see it again. My uh, Mr. Drama Geek went to go see it with me, with us, the three of us went, yeah. and, um. We def- we're buying. We're definitely buying it we, uh, to see it again. So, um, But I don't know if watching it at home versus going and watching the black and white might be... Because I kind of want to be able to just like really take it in and maybe even be able to pause when I want to pause. So I, I'm not sure which yeah. one I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to do the black and white or if I'm going to do the other. But... I guess like, I could do both. <laughs> I'm tempted to do the black and white just because I am such a, like, I'm really into the directing styles. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see how the difference gives a different vibe possibly to the mm-hmm. show. I think it'll bring out a lot more of the intensity of the house. And yeah. like just the scene with the light flicking on and off, I think it'll accentuate that much more dramatically. I think so too. And you'll be able to catch it. Whereas I never caught the whole significance of the light until it was literally explained out to me. Right. You know, and 
So I, I have a feeling that there's tons of little Easter eggs that you probably didn't get because you were distracted by what's going on and, mm-hmm. oh, what's going on over there? Oh, he looks really pretty right at that moment. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, yes. So I'm excited just to see if it does bring out a different aspect that I didn't see the first time. Yeah. So I think whichever, th- I think what theater it ends up in and like the availability of the release will probably uh, have a lot to do with it with if I can see True. it or not, because I have a very busy next couple of weeks. We both do. So, do. <laughs> so super M will not watch themselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, well, they will watch themselves. I'm sure they do every day in the mirror, but that's proof by the, <laughs> no, all their blogs and just stuff. All just get themselves in the mirror. Oh, goodness. I was just going through my Instagram and, uh, there was a picture of Ted and he, I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's, he so knows his audience. Anyway. We so. have plans and they involve staring at other really hot boys. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the whole reason for this podcast is that with all of the Oscar buzz and popularity, HBO has brokered a deal with the director and is planning on doing now it's a limited series, and I think the director did say six episodes. So six yes. episode remake of the series, and what were our initial thoughts, and how do we feel? Like, yeah, what are what were our initial thoughts? The, it was HBO, and I have to admit that I kind of cringed, because we all know that HBO tends to be a lot of sex boobs. <laughs> you know, it has violence, but the show had violence, so that's fine. Right. Um and I was also concerned that they would change change it to where it was more of a westernized dealing with issues, not mm-hmm. just the poor and the rich, which right. is really what the show focuses on, but that it would bring race into it. It would bring, um, you know, inequality in a relationship with the men and wives or, you know, different aspects that are much more. American topics, which are very valid and need to be expressed, but I'm not sure this is the show to do it in, Mm -hmm. I guess I would say, Um, because I think it would muddy the initial impact of the show or the concept. Right, because there's a very tight concept with this movie and that it it doesn't need to have detractors from that, that the concept itself is is really the focus and that, yeah. So, well, and just HBO is not subtle. Right. I mean, they're not known for their subtlety anyway. Um, well, and, and so I don't, I, I would argue that this movie isn't necessarily subtle either, but. Um, well, it has a lot of subtle aspects to it, like a little glance or the specific place of certain things have meaning. Right. Is right. More what I mean. You know, not, but I'm not sure that. For an American audience, they would go for that. They'd be more for the wham-bam impact. Right. Well, my initial thought was really just focused on one thing. How involved is the director? Because, I mean, from... Because he wrote and directed it. Yes. He did all the storyboards. It's really in his brain. Like, it's it's his animal, his child. Yeah. Like, he uh, is the force behind it. So, if you take him out of the equation, then it's not something that I would probably worry too much about watching, especially if it wasn't a limited series. Like if it was a regular HBO series and he wasn't involved that much, yeah. 
then that was my initial thoughts of like, yeah, not I'm still I'm, because I don't have HBO. I don't know. Like I probably <laughs> won't have access to it. But um, if he's more involved then my initial thoughts of like, no, sorry, not for me kind of change. Yeah. But I'm still concerned just because how involved is he going to be? Because on the article I read, he is going to be a co-producer. Mm-hmm. So he's not doing it just all by himself. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say if it's going to be just written by him. So it just really depends on how involved he becomes. Uh, he does talk about he has ideas for expansions onto stories that they didn't have time to tell in the story. Is it going to be the same actors? Is it going to be um, Western actors? Like, you know, there's right. so many things that would make or break this TV series mm-hmm. for me. And so um, just I'm very tentative about it I guess is a good way of putting it I I would say I don't necessarily feel like I need it that the movie is enough for me Mm -hmm. Um, but I do know and I'm kind of stepping on your next uh, because you kind of sort of but so yeah (laughs) the um, from the article because I think it was the one I posted like the it's not just that because my concern was like what other parts of the story are we going to add characters and storylines um what exactly gets added to this this tight um thriller type thing how does that impact the pacing and all of that kind of stuff and yeah and from what the last thing that I read was that he has storyboards already for things that couldn't fit in that two hours. So then that yeah. kind of just means, oh, okay. Cause like one specific thing that I read was that the maid shows up and she has like a bruise on her cheek and yes. her husband asks her what happened. She doesn't reply to him. And that wasn't just a random thing he put in the movie. He has an actual storyboard all for what happened and why does she have that there. Yeah. So I feel like the be- as long- if the beginning and the end is the same, but we're just expanding a little bit of, of some of the how did certain people get here, here, and here, then I can actually say, okay, six hours instead of two hours, we're just adding a little bit. But as long as the beginning and the end are the same, it could be a really good story and adaptation to it, depending on what they decide to do with the language, the actors, the actors. Cause if it's done in Korean, there's, I don't see why they wouldn't just cast the actors the that were in, yeah. in it and just make it a longer. And if that was the case, I'd be 100% behind it. Like, will that happen? That's like yeah. my dream. <laughs> But I don't think that that would happen. Well, again, um, the problem is so many people are like, blah, subtitles. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people that are the HBO audience necessarily right. would not want to have to read it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's generalizing. I'm sure there's tons of people that would love to be okay reading subtitles. But just... I know that you and I have come into contact with a lot of people where they're like, well, why would I want to read subtitles? Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just an aspect of Western culture. They don't like reading subtitles or at least U.S. culture. Right. Um, And so it's a little frustrating because in a 
perfect world, they'd have it in Korean right. with all the same actors, just with extended scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so don't then, know. I don't then know you, what we're going to get. Yeah. Then you have the, if they don't do it in Korean, then would they can keep it based as a, in like in Korea and just have English and then Korean, you know, uh, actors or not Korean because, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. They would be Asian. But yeah. or do they just go and fully just make it uh, westernized? M- yeah, westernized mixed cast with whoever, you know. But then you also come into play where it's going to be mixed class. Are they going to bring in the ethnic thing again? You know, there's just so many. Oh, what are they going to do? Right. <laughs> so and I, I mean, it could. I feel like, depending on it, the race being a part of it could add a layer to it that we wouldn't uh, be able to see in the movie. And with the added time, that that wouldn't be a detractor from it. Possibly. It just depends on how they play it in. Because it could be done very clumsily, I think. Right. um, Where it switches the focus to where it's just a race thing. Mm -hmm. But I I I really do think that they will... The uh, socioeconomic part will be the focus. And so yeah, that. I hope so, because I really appreciated seeing that because it's not something we see as often. Mm-hmm. And so I liked it. It was interesting. All right. So I guess what it comes down to is are we excited to see this happen? <laughs> <laughs> I think I already said, yeah, you know, I like the story as is. I don't necessarily feel the urge to have it expanded on on HBO. Um, If it is the perfect casting, perfect directing, perfect writing, I'll definitely watch it. It'll be one of those things that I'll buy the season after it airs, Mm -hmm. like on DVD. Um, But it would definitely have to be the perfect storm to make me super excited about it. Right now, I'm just like, oh, okay. I really wish that people had just pick up more Asian content on their own. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I uh, probably depending on all the casting and everything that I would do the same thing and maybe buy it afterwards. But um, it's, it'll be very interesting because the director hasn't been um, qu- like quiet or coy about his feelings toward like, Hey, just get over that one inch uh problem of watching things that have subtitles or holding up a newspaper that talks about that the cast was actually like shunned or whatever and not nominated for any of the Oscars even though the the movie has been nominated for six it happens very rarely that if a movie is for best cast you know best directing best picture best all of that stuff there would be at least somebody somewhere nominated for supporting for best actress for best actor and none of them were and like they took a picture it was very cute picture of him and uh Park Sodam and then for Dom and then um can't remember who the other person in the picture was it might have been the rich dad guy Mm -hmm. but just like saying hey they were you know looked over and they really shouldn't have been so i because he's kind of a very vocal about that it makes me wonder how much he's going to be willing to you know give up and not have uh, want the show to actually be closer to what the movie was so i'm just i'm i'm hopeful that um 
that will be something that they that it actually comes to HBO and, and that kind of thing. And if it does, then that's awesome. And that's yeah. actually it, it makes me because again, like this Oscar season, this award season this year, and it there's just been so much um, good publicity of just seeing the actors and the director and and people actually acknowledging um the movie for what it was and so that's hopeful that I, so i guess that would be my overall like i'm hopeful yeah. that it'll be good All right. i will say that i'm much more excited for this than the remake of train to busan in oh, yeah. the u.s <laughs> you know i, mean, I feel like, like that one it doesn't really that one is kind of one of those things where it didn't really have this huge um oh no it wasn't the message same or anything message and so it's like yeah but it's still just a remake of a really well done right. Asian movie. I, do we need another uh, no. zombie movie in the U.S.? Like, no, just go watch the original one with the subtitles. It was really good. <laughs> yes, it was very good. And it's not deep enough that if you miss a sentence or two, because mm-hmm. you're not a fast reader, that you're not going to get the concept. Right. Yeah. Um, well, but- and it's available on Netflix. So if you yeah. want to just rewind... <laughs> It's still available to buy in Walmart. So So if you just would rewind a little bit and watch that subtitle again, then you're good to go. But I, one of my favorite things about this whole um, award season is that uh, Wushik and V were in LA at the same time, and they got to like walk (laughs) down the street and have their burger. But it's it's cool because it was so fun seeing him because um, they had an amazing translator. So um, the cast was really able to, and the director and everybody were able to get their thoughts across and it come off really well. Um, but Wushik also got to you know show his English skills, which you know he's not he he lived for however many years in a different in like Canada. I think. Yeah, until his later teens, I think. Yeah, I think he was a little bit older than some of them. But so just him, I was one of my, the funniest things was when they're like, oh, you just, at the SAG Awards, like, you just won. What are you guys going to do tonight? He's like, we're going to get really drunk. (laughs) It's like, good for them. They deserve it. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yes, of course, that's what they're going to do. But it was just funny. She's like, yeah, of course you're going to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) but he, uh, he did really good, but and then again the the interpreter they had was they were able to you know get their points across really well. So it's it was it's been enjoyable to be able because I don't really follow award shows that much, but here I was you know watching all the clips and seeing all the pictures and just how proud the director was at, of his actors and everything. Yeah. So that's part of what what makes me a little bit hopeful about this adaptation is that he seems very invested in not just having his movie, you know, his ideas on HBO, but having his idea on HBO in as close to his original concept concept. Well, he really is an artist. He is like just the attention to detail. I was watching like a Buzzfeed video with, uh, you know, they, they do those little interviews and stuff when they're promoting a movie. And, And I don't know if it was Buzzfeed or not, but that, it was Wushik and the director and they were um, laying out the opening sequence and talking about it. And just even the timing of the bus, like when Wushik is talking to Park, 
uh, Sojun and they're sitting at the table. Like he made sure the bus was timed at the exact right time. And them talking about the clothes, how Wushik's uh, wardrobe, like it was all like stuff. None of it was the right same size. None of it fit him very well. It was either too big or too tight. And like they left his pimple showing and they, <laughs> it's just all this little like attention to detail um, to make it come out come the way across. yeah come yeah. across the way that he wanted it to so um and i mean the building because like the that house they're even their house like the the family's apartment like all the whole road that you see like none of that is real it's all a made set so yeah so the house the rich people house that house everything is made um and was very specific so hopefully even a little bit of that will make it into the HBO series. Cross fingers. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of planning was put into that. So, yeah. So thank you everyone for joining us for this special episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if there's a specific actor or theme or movie you would like us to discuss, then please let us know. Because we love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you and talking is so much faster than typing okay.